trying to be doing that bullshit. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Welcome back, BS with Brian Simpson. Um, I just had, I just had, man, I just had, I just had a hell of a fucking weekend, man. I um. I went to, uh, first of all, I did the latest episode of Rogan. Actually, I mean, by the time this comes out, there'll probably be more episodes of Rogan. But I was on Rogue. I, went, I flew to Austin. I did Rogan. We did some shows at the Vulcan. Then we flew to Vegas. We performed in front of, you know, 17 or 18,000 people at the MGM Grand, which, is, which was like, I mean, holy fuck. It still seems like it's not real. You know, it still seems, I don't even know how to explain it. It just seems like it didn't happen. You know, I, I just know that it happened because I have the proof. But it was like, it was that surreal. It was like, I couldn't believe it. It, um, Yeah, best one of the best days of my whole life. Maybe the best day of my whole life. You know, and I don't, I don't you know, most people say when their kids was born or when they were married. I don't have either one of those, so. It was it was in, it was incredible, man. Me, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, Hans Kim, Joe Rogan. It was incredible. We had an incredible feast beforehand. It was it was just it was just a real special event. We had them in the custom suits, real fucking Rat Pack style. It was it was awesome. Everybody fucking murdered it. Then did the UFC uh, two seventy six the next day. So it was also International Fight Week, which was a whole other thing. Um, which was also incredible. Uh, it took everything in me not to fanboy. I mean, you know, the UFC's biggest event is usually this one in July, around July 4th weekend. So there's all manner of celebrity and everything around you, and you just got to keep cool, you know what I mean? Um, so then, yeah, then I got back. I was exhausted. I slept all day. And then the fucking 4th of July. Probably the most overrated holiday. I, I'm I am not a fan of fireworks. I loved them as a kid, but for some reason now I'm just like it's just noise. It's just fucking noise. You know, maybe I'm being, maybe I'm being a bit of a bit of a bit of a, a grouch, a bit of a grumpy, uh, grumpiness person. Um. Anyway, let's get right into what has happened since I since I le- left. I was a, Shootings. Oh wow, that's new. That's not new. That's the least surprising shitty news it, yesterday. Oh right, there's been multiple shootings. Um, that's. I feel like that's just kind of par for the course now, right? I mean, I don't possess the. Uh, I don't think I have the emotional bandwidth to react to every time a shooting happens. I think I'm just numb. I think I'm numb to it, you know, because it's always the same. It's always the same fucking story. Actually, well, actually, no, that's not true. We had two. We had we had both flavors of shootings. Um, in the last few days, right? We had the police in was it what city was it? Detroit? No. Uh, no. Um, I'll look it up. You're talking about J- Jason. Yeah, they Lan- shot. The, they shot the boy in what ninety times or sixty times? Jalen Walker. Yeah, um, they, I think they shot at him ninety times and hit him sixty times. Yeah, shot sixty times by Akron, Ohio uh, police. Yeah, what a shocker! And what do you <laughs> and what do you think they're gonna do, Rob? You think they're gonna bring in an outside? They're probably un- gonna investigate themselves. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the the yeah. thing that's interesting about it is that they released the the body cam footage almost immediately, which is pretty rare. Yeah, okay that that gives me a little faith that that maybe they're gonna approach this on the up and up. You know, because they there was nothing requiring them to do so, right? Yeah. So they released the, the body cam footage, and it it doesn't look good. Um. So they they released body cam footage within hours, footage that doesn't make them look good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And they suspended the police officers involved immediately. Um. Now. When the footage is bad, that's when they try to slow walk it, and they try to like, oh, well, we got to hold on to it for this, and they hope people kind of forget, right. and well, here's somebody a, here's, else gets shot. Here's the thing: with these, whenever there's an off, whenever there's this kind of thing, 
it's like the media tries to immediately muddy the water so you don't know what's true or what isn't true and what and who heard what and who revealed this or that because I don't know what happened before this point. 90 shots is excessive for sure, right? Um, uh, but then I saw a small little thing that said that he was waving a gun at them before he stopped the car. But then that was from one of those weird publications that don't seem legit. You know, or and so it's like they always try to muddy the waters. I mean, he was unarmed at the time he was killed. We know that, so. Right, right. Well, we know that now, after the fact. But I'm yeah, just saying, yeah, yeah. if you a cop, a dude was waving a gun at you from a car, then he gets out of the car and runs, you don't know that he doesn't have a gun still. Sure. So, But I don't know if that's true, <laughs> you know? And it's hard and, and it's hard to tell people, be patient, wait until the end of the investigation. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what the reaction is going to be. I know that it's going to be bittersweet no matter what it is, you know? I don't think I don't think they're gonna I don't think whatever the end of it is I don't think it's gonna feel like justice, but I could be wrong. Like I said, these these the, this precinct or whatever is reacting differently than um, than you would expect, or differently than they normally react. But like I said, man, I just got nothing. I got no feelings. I I feel so immune to this shit. Like now, like. Dead. Yeah, dead. Dead on the inside. Cause same thing just happened. So then, what was the la- what was the last shooting? The fucking Highland um, Park in uh, outside of um, that's outside of Chicago, right? Yeah, Highland Park is out, outside of Chicago. Um, the thing that th- was weird about that is people try to dismiss it as like, oh, that's just Chicago, or whatever. It's like, no, it's not. No, Highland Park is like Beverly Hills. You know, it would be it would be like if if, if a shooting happened in Beverly Hills, and you were like, oh, well, that's that's just L.A. It's like, <laughs> no, this is this is a rich a rich part of town, or at least a well-off part of town. Um, yeah, but I but it's like the the, the reason why I, I'm I know it kind of feels like I'm glossing over these, but it's like, what is there to be said that I haven't said the last fifty shootings? It's the same, it, you know. It's the same thing. It's the same issue with every single one of these, you know. So, what I do you think that issue is? <clears throat> well, with the with with the with the cop shootings, I think they. I think this is my cynical view, but I just, I don't think there is there are not enough people the the type of person that can really truly handle that kind of life and death power and really dispense justice in a way that's that's fair handed and all that other those people are so rare that there, there aren't enough people like that that are willing to be cops or, or let me rephrase that there are more there are more cops needed there are more cops needed than there are people that are able to actually do the job the right way and so I don't know if there's a, if there is a solution to this problem, you know. So I and that, okay, that's my cynical viewpoint. If I'm being a little less cynical, I would say that maybe they they just they're I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of cops that don't they don't value black life. You know that's really what it is. Is like they they were running to that situation w- way more reckless than you know. It's like it's like we keep having the same discussion over and over and over and over again. And and it, it's not like things aren't getting better in some places, but but still, you know, I, I don't know what the solution is now as far as the the mass shooters type deal. Well, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that like it, it's white supremacy run amok. You know, it's like because until now, I don't know if the federal agencies took it seriously. You know what I mean? I th- because the, again, like I said in the previous thing, uh, <clears throat> I, I think regular law enforcement doesn't see white supremacist groups as a threat to them. Mm-hmm. 
so they don't take it seriously when they like this the guy that just did this he he had already been in trouble twice mm-hmm. said he won't kill every motherfucking body <laughs> right and they but they're like well he ain't talking about us you know and it's like <laughs> it you know i don't so who knows who knows i i'm not a so uh, a, a sociologist or whatever the fuck i don't know what the solution is honestly um i don't know i don't know i don't know if you can pinpoint it down to just one thing yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, saying it's saying it's a it's a singular problem is kind of short sighted. <sighs> All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> okay, I guess we're not moving on. Some what the fuck is this, Rob? Hold on. Some Texas schools may <laughs> call slavery involuntary relocation. See this. This kind of shit bothers me because, you know, I found this out, too. I found out that, um, you, you know, in some places in the South, they refer to the Civil War as the War of Northern Aggression. Did you know that? Yeah, I was taught that. Oh, I, went, you, you, I went to a, I went to a very, very, very good school that was a private Catholic school in Louisiana. That's where I grew up. And and it wasn't exclusively taught to us as the War of Northern Aggression, but that term was used. And. This is what, I, and I forget um, who was the uh, brother I heard say this. Um, um, he speaks on this often. Maybe I've seen him on Colbert or something. But the thing about the, this and the way it's connected to, um, the way it's connected to, uh, what, 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 what were they calling it that they don't want to teach it in schools? Um, CRT? Yeah, critical race theory. theory. The way this is connected to that is like, the premise of it all is that white parents don't want their white children to feel guilty about history. And they, that's that's what they feel like. They feel like critical race theory teaches their kids to feel guilty and it teaches black kids to feel oppressed, right? Mm-hmm. And the best counterpoint I, I've heard made to that um is that if you teach kids the truth, the whole truth, right? The truth is, yes, there was slavery, and yes, it was mostly perpetrated by white people in America, chattel, American chattel slavery, but there were also black and white people vehemently against it, mm-hmm. that fought against it. And your kids can identify with either of those people. It's like why? Why would you just assume that your kids would identify with the bad guys, right? right. I mean, unless you, <laughs> you know, unless you still profiting from it somehow, because there are families like that that still got that old money, you know. But but the vast majority of white people is like your kids don't have to. Your kids could identify with John Brown. They don't have to identify with Willie Lynch. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I I don't. Uh, this this here is just it's irrational fear to call slavery involuntary relocation. Motherfucker, that that make it sound like a you know, like like a like a camp or like <laughs> a uh, what's that shit called when the government gives you money to move because they eminent domain. Oh yeah, eminent domain. They pay you the or quote something. unquote mar- market <laughs> yeah, this, value for your property, so yeah, they can put a like they're trying to get you to leave an apartment. Right, right. Um, a group of nine educators submitted the idea to the State Board of Education as part of Texas's efforts to develop new social studies curriculum. According to the Texas Tribune, the once-a-decade process updates what children learn in the state's nearly 8,900 public schools. The board is considering curriculum changes one year after Texas passed the law to eliminate topics from schools that make students, quote-unquote, feel discomfort. Now, this, and this is what, this was, this is, it's like, do they, do they appreciate the irony in this? Because the same people that complain about safe spaces and that kind of shit, they're doing the same thing. Like, remember what was about nine months ago when it was like when when uh, when conservatives were trying to ban critical race theory mm-hmm. and books that taught it. Liberals were trying to ban some other kind of book. What was it? I'm not sure which one you're talking oh, about. Oh fuck. I wish I, because I'm going to make a good point. The point is, it's like, <laughs> it's like, you're doing the same thing. 
which tells me that it's not the thing that bothers you. It's just that it's 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 not the method that bothers you. It's the results. You you don't mind banning things that make students feel discomfort when it comes to racism. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the same kid, you know, the, the, the same people would have a real big problem putting a trigger warning in front of a book, which I also think is ridiculous. But but then your justification for for renaming slavery involuntary relocation is so that kids aren't uncomfortable. Okay, I just I mean, education should make you somewhat uncomfortable because education teaches you how fucked up the world is. Yeah, and you don't. It's like who can like if it's, it's like it's not like they lying to you. If if the truth makes you uncomfortable, then that's then you know, it's the truth. Um, math makes me uncomfortable. Glitch nearly glitch nearly leaves twelve thousand American Airlines flights without pilots. Uh, I have a question before we move on. It was the book that you're talking about the Woody Allen book that they tried to ban. There was a Woody Allen book that they, that that people tried to get taken out of school libraries. Uh, I believe there was also an Andy No book that they tried to get rid of. I'm not sure. But what's in, what's interesting about that is like the reason why they wanted to get rid of the Woody Allen one is because they want to they don't want Woody Allen books, right? It's like it's the it's not the content, it's the speaker, which is kind of a weird distinction. I mean, yeah, because then also the see even that still it's like I'm not saying it's justifiable distinction. I'm just saying that it is a it is a difference. Because how far how far do you go with that? I remember listening to this audio book that was like, um, you know how Audible has the Great Courses Plus. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them is like the rise and fall of the British Empire. Okay. And the, the very beginning of the book, the, the professor is talking about this very thing about the. Um, how it's pointless to try to apply current morality to history mm-hmm. because you end up missing the uh, the whole you know you end up you end up being sidetracked from the actual lessons that can be learned from it you know it's like we've already learned those lessons which is why we're morally superior to people from the past mm-hmm. i think that's a pretty steady clip we we grow a little bit i don't know but now I guess maybe it'd be a kind of a stretch to call Woody Allen the past, yeah. You know, but I mean, I think it. Dep- I think what's in the book is probably what matters the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I. But I. I also don't think that you can really compare the two of them. You know, I mean, t- when you're talking about people, quote unquote, on the left, I would maybe take issue with that. But let's just assume that terminology for the second for a second banning like one or two or three books because they have a personal vendetta or per, or or perspective on an individual author versus what I feel like is a more coordinated right-wing um campaign to ban certain ideas and to and prevent people from gaining access to certain ideas. I feel like that is actually a, a more dangerous thing. But see, this is the same argument we got into last time, right? Where it's like making that distinction is impossible. Oh, I'm I'm all right? for it's like they, just, we shouldn't be banning any of these books. I agree with that. Dead. Just let it all go out there. I mean, even like the anarchist cookbook, all that shit should just be out there. That's to me, because there are books that are banned. That's true, right? And I and I don't know I don't know if it's just illegal to I don't know if it's illegal to possess them, but it's definitely illegal to distribute them. Right, sure. like you can't. I think the Anarchist Cookbook is probably the easiest example that comes to mind. Yeah, it's not exactly impossible to get the Anarchist Cookbook. <laughs> well, right, of course. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's not impossible to get any of this knowledge, especially now, like just with BitTorrent and Onion Tour and crap like that. It's kind of impossible to keep books from people. But there is something to be said about the danger of coordinated campaigns to keep to make books more difficult. You're never going to get, you're never going to make it impossible to get, but to make them more difficult to get, to remove them from the everyday conversations that people have. That's, that's, I think that that's what, that's, what's frightening. That's like the Ron DeSantis bill in, uh, in, in, sorry, not bill, but the 
thing that Ron DeSantis signed into law um, in Florida where they want to collect university professors' uh, lesson plans and look through them to see if they're indoctrinating people. And it's like, that's, that's terrifying. The notion of like a governor looking through educators <laughs> lessons plan lesson plans and deciding whether or not they're engaging in wrong think no no fucking way that's terrifying yeah, yeah i agree a thousand percent I, it's like this idea that we can control the uh quote-unquote marketplace of ideas mm-hmm. it's like everybody that's the thing is like everyone wants Everyone wants the marketplace of ideas to be free and open until they hear an idea they don't like. <laughs> and then they go, well, we can make this one exception. And it's like, it's impossible. It's impossible to 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 definitively decide what is and what isn't acceptable. The, the only fair thing is to let it all out. I Like... <clears throat> You know, and maybe I don't. Maybe, maybe I'm just now becoming aware of this culture war, or, or maybe it's it's because I don't remember it being this bad since the '90s, since like Clinton. You know, and and now I feel like it's even worse because of the internet, because you can you can be constantly engaged in it. I I don't know if I agree with that though, because I mean, post 9/11, uh, you you know, I I was in New York when. There were people who were talking real fucking facts about America's role as like a as a colonial superpower and people didn't want to hear that shit. There was very quickly a narrowing of the perspectives or topics that were considered to be allowable in the mainstream. You know? You, are you are you talking about when people were trying to go okay what is what do we want from this from Walker Power Wall Street like are you saying I'm talking about that I'm also talking about when people would talk like okay so for instance to even talk about Osama bin Laden and to talk about the very real political demands that Osama bin Laden had as opposed to talking about Osama bin Laden as like well no they're just fucking evil they're just they're just evil and they hate our freedom and they hate our prosperity. And it's like, mm, no, that's not exactly right. There's, there's, and, and the thing is, there were people on the right and the left who just started towing that line. And so if you watched, if you watched the, you know, these talking head debates or whatever on CNN or Fox News, there was nobody, there were, I shouldn't say there's nobody, there were very few people who were, speaking soberly about like the actual geopolitical concerns inherent to 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 al-qaeda and osama bin laden as opposed to just right-wingers wanting all-out war and people on the left being like yeah i also want war but i want it slightly differently right right they everyone wanted war everyone wanted war yeah i I, um no but i'm i'm not i'm i'm talking about more I mean, I guess that is that it, that kind of speaks to what I what I was talking about earlier is that it's like at least we agreed on something. <laughs> well, like now but, we now it, that that's not even possible. Everything is political and it's instant, and 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 it's like once the line is drawn, it can't be moved. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like no matter what it is, even like even like leaving Afghanistan or leaving Iraq became mm-hmm. political. Christmas is political. Fourth of July is political. T- TV shows are political. Streaming services are political. It's like everything, like I don't know which streamer he was talking about, but you know like um, Andrew Schultz's uh, uh, special, he had to- He bought it back, right? He had to buy it back so he could put it out himself. Imagine that, having to buy back your own shit because they ain't like a sentence. Or two. What was what what was the thing that they didn't like? They 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 decided they weren't going to release it. They, Is that they, what? They didn't go into it. No, I oh, think okay. no. I think they wanted him to take it out. Oh. And that's the thing. They always think they can make you. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'd rather just reshoot the motherfucker, man. I, I don't even. I don't know if that's possible. Like, he's going to release it. I mean, that this shows that you can't. Can't really stop it because he's just gonna 
release it on his own platform and then you know it'll do what it's gonna do yeah but that's straight bullshit um Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, it's, and, 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 I, and I, ain't, I don't know. I saw the hour. Maybe, I, maybe it's something I didn't see. But mm. I didn't see anything that was particularly controversial or where, where I was like, oh. Like when I heard that, I was like, I, there was not a moment where I was like, oh, I know exactly what joke that is that they want to mm. take. No, I was like, it all sounded, you, you know what I mean? It, you know, it, it's, it's definitely not unoffensive. But it, it, none of it was like that's way over the fucking line, none, <laughs> right? And even if it were, I'm like, let it put it out. Who was it? Who who was it? Netflix was originally going to release it. I don't know. It? I mean, I, I you know I don't want to speculate because sure, he, sure. he obviously went out of his way to not say. So oh, he hasn't said. No, he hasn't it, said. Okay. He just said a streamer. Um, but who who knows who it was? You know, I mean, because they all act like that. Yeah. They, they're all like we, you know, because this this is not it's not just my problem with the streams, but it's like they all want they want a piece of you. They don't want you. They want a they want a very watered down version. You know, it's almost like it's almost like you ever go to a restaurant with a picky eater, and they're like, and the restaurant's like, no substitutions. Mm-hmm. You know, order something else, and they're like, oh, well, can I get a, you know, can I get a double cheeseburger with no bread, <laughs> you know, and no pickles and no. It's like no. Name, point at the item that's what you get if you don't want that pick something else mm. so, and some people the streamers act like you know you know except you can't take a piece of a person you know what I'm saying it's like mm. they, they they want these places they want the reputation that comes with picking you mm. but they don't want they don't want the risk that comes along with that you know they don't want they don't actually stand by uh you saying whatever you want, you know they just they just want they want an acceptable version of you, an watered down version of you. You know they want the, they want the cliff notes, the abridged, they, but they don't want the they don't really fuck with you. Anybody that ask, I mean, imagine that uh, them trying to tell because because I don't think I I don't I I don't know if I would could allow it them telling mm-hmm. me what to say. It makes me feel disgusting. You know, I mean, they'll let you say what you want to say if that turns out to be sellable to them if that makes them money then they'll do that you know yeah but, but, but yeah but the thing is you know what they told him they, did, they said we don't want to deal with the backlash this is and, this, and that's another thing to me but what is backlash anyway it's like backwash is scarier than backlash to me because all all backlash is really is a couple hundred people on twitter pretending to be thousands of people mm-hmm yeah, there's no such thing. What what is the backlash? It's 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 just it's just something trending for a day that, from people that ain't. This that's another thing too. Nine times out of ten, people that are outraged are people that weren't giving you money to begin with, or they're people that are still giving you money. Mm. Well, yeah, that, I mean, I guess that's a rare case, but but you, but you know what I'm saying. Most of the time, the people that like you know what I've noticed is like if I <clears throat> there's no controversial part of like unless you unless you put the controversial part out as a clip mm-hmm. most people don't even notice mm-hmm. right it's your fans don't give a fuck they don't notice but it is like as soon or if somebody else goes and, and clips out a controversial thing you said on a podcast or something like that it's like usually it's people that don't listen to your podcast that are reacting to this thing that got out of it and they want you to they want you to adjust to them even though they're not a supporter anyway. Mm-hmm. You're not losing anything because they're upset. So it's it's weird to me that, that all these companies are frozen solid, frozen stiff because they they don't want backlash. Unless you can show me like, "Oh, this is going to cost us millions of dollars." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I, maybe I just don't understand how show business works. <laughs> um okay. <clears throat> Oh, say, can you see my beautiful balls? <laughs> top tier, top tier content from our sponsor, Manscaped. I'm not going to say that line. You just did, and we just got it. Manscaped is here to give your minute man the respect he deserves. Manscaped products are beautifully designed to have your body looking good from head to toe for the beach, the pool, and any late night 
fireworks. Use code BS20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Brian, how has Manscaped helped your confidence? It hasn't. <laughs> no. It all starts with the lawnmower 4.0. It all starts with the lawnmower 4.0. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents with their advanced skin safe technology. Very, very little. I've not, I haven't cut my balls with them yet. Great. The lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight, right? So you can keep an eye on things. Um, the take 5.0 the, should those, have a mirror, like a like a, a little rear view mirror. Like a little rear view mirror, yeah. It includes a lawnmower trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and travel bag to keep you feeling good all over this great nation. It's time to shine up your Liberty Bells by going to manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with code BS20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our discount code BS20. Unlock your confidence this 4th of July with Manscaped. Ball so beautiful, you'll have the Statue of Liberty blushing. God, that's brutal. <laughs> or whatever. Um, how about something lighthearted? I was going to do the American Airlines thing. Let's, let's, let's do uh, Yeah, yeah. Edibles, edibles, beverage infused, beverages infused with cannabis ingredient THC become legal Friday in Minnesota. Minnesotans who are 21 or older can start buying edibles and beverages that contain THC, the ingredient in cannabis that gets you high under a new state law that takes effect Friday. Well, would you looky there? Legalizing a harmless activity that your citizens all partake in. What a concept. The new law permits the sale and purchase of edibles and beverages that contain up to five milligrams of... Five milligrams? Okay. A five milligram THC edible can cause a high feeling for first-time users while people who are used to cannabis may require 10 to 15. <laughs> 10 to 15. Okay. Uh, five milligrams is about half the standard dose found in recreational marijuana products in other states. Okay, well, you know what? I don't have anything against this. I, I think it's weird that it wasn't legal before. Um, how do you feel about this, Rob? How do you feel about them controlling... Uh... So, okay, this is what I don't get. Well, what... the, the, the funny part is that the Republicans who legalized it did it by accident. Uh, break that down. So he said, uh, so Senator Jim Abler... Republican representative who chairs the Senate Human Services Reform, Finance, and Policy Committee said he didn't realize the new law would legalize edibles containing Delta 9 THC before it passed. He thought that the law would only re regulate Delta 8 THC products. Quote, I thought we were doing a technical fix and it winded up having a broader impact than I expected, Abler said, adding that the legislature should consider rolling the new law back. House Democrats and Governor Tim Waltz, both of whom support recreational marijuana legalization, are unlikely to agree to such a request. So the Republicans want to do over because they didn't read the bill properly and thought that they were making a minor technical fix to a gray area in Minnesota law. But they, in fact, uh, fully legalized um, uh, marijuana edibles up to uh, five milligrams. And what are they? What are they? What are they so against? I mean, if you. If you make marijuana illegal, if you make marijuana legal, then what are you going to arrest all black people for? <laughs> I wish one of them would just come out and say that. <laughs> um, oh, this is this has got to be hilarious. I vaguely, you, uh, maybe you sent this to me. <laughs> Alleged threesome led to 60-person brawl on a oh, carnival yeah. cruise, passenger says. Uh, the massive hour-long fight was caught on camera by another traveler. What? A threesome turn. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> a huge flight, a huge fight that took place among the crowd of passengers aboard the Carnival Magic was allegedly ignited by allegations of cheating, according to a passenger who shared video. An alleged threesome among guests aboard the vessel caused a rift after one person's significant others discovered the tryst on the trip, according to the witness. But how did that lead to 60 other people? 
uh, if you watch the video, it just starts slowly. I mean, it's getting out of control, and everybody's liquored up on the dance floor, and people are just swinging, and it it's it's coming like waves. Like the security, like put all the lights up. They're trying to clear the floor. They sort of calm it down, and while the camera's on one spot, and you see these security guards sort of corralling people, you hear this commotion off to the side, and the camera swivels, and you see that there's a whole other fight breaking out at like a different table. It just sort of rippled out. It's 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 chaos. The brawl lasted about an hour. How? <laughs> nah, see, you got to be a stupid motherfucker to run towards a fight that ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I... <sighs> now they don't know who which state is gonna handle it, New York or New Jersey, because it was in international waters. Uh, nobody nobody wants this one i don't even know what to say i mean are you uh, because what kind of person first of all how do you get caught cheating on a cruise you ever been on you ever been on a cruise i've been on a cruise they're the size of a small city (laughs) how do you get caught having a threesome on a cruise that's mind-blowing to me the rooms aren't that big the rooms aren't that big, but there's a lot of them. That's true. And unless you, you know, because because look, without reading without reading the details of it, I'm guessing that it was a woman that caught her man cheating. Because this is usually how it goes. Because men are bad liars, and and once a woman smells a little a little whiff of something off, <laughs> she's on the trail, dog. So that's the only way this could have went down. For you to get caught cheating on a cruise, it had to be a woman catching a man cheating. No, no way it was the other way around. Because that's you just had to be sloppy. You had to be very, very, very sloppy. There's so many places to sneak off to, and you can go to their cab. Your cab, I, yeah, I don't get it. And and maybe maybe somebody felt left out the threesome. I don't understand how that led to them being on a dance floor and you know, fifty six other people involved. Well, apparently they started. Uh, it says the skirmish started. This is from the New York Post coverage of it. The skirmish started in a nightclub on the fifth floor of the Carnival Magic Ship at around 2 a.m. after the angry lovers confronted their respective partners for two-timing on the seven seas, according to James, a travel agent who watched the fracas from her room. Uh, The brawlers then began shoving each other and smashing beer bottles, and a woman may have been sliced during the melee, which quickly spiraled out of control. Okay, so is this one of those freaky deaky cruises where everybody's there to like fucking share and? It doesn't seem like it. It does seem like a party cruise, though. It does seem like an. It's. I only see adults here. It's not like a family cruise or anything like that. But I think it's kind of like a party cruise. Everybody's wearing white, so I think. And apparently, this is the last night, so I think people were kind of, you know, it's like a white party type situation. But a, people but a couple pretty, confronted. It's a two. It it seems like there were. Two couples that were on the 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 cruise, and then there was like a swap that happened that was not Agreed signed on. off on by mm. the other partners. Right, right, yeah, breach of contract. Yes, but then even that to me would feel like that was between you and your partner, not between. Hey man, when you add alcohol into the situation, a lot of things can happen. See, and this is why I've never been, I have never, I'm talking about my whole life, I've never been a partier. I've never wanted to go to, like, I've never, I, every time I've gone to the club, I've always been talked into it and dragged out, and it's always been, sh- not always, maybe three or four times it's been amazing mm-hmm. experience. But nine times out of ten, it, it was always like, the, all that shit, everybody, be t- like, whenever I'm not there, they was like, oh, it was the best party ever you missed that and then when i'm there it's like it's boring as shit and everyone is i don't know man it just doesn't seem like fun to me and and add on top of that is since i was a little kid every time anybody went out because like um, dc is like known dc has its own little music called Mm go-go and it's awesome but uh uh, but they're they it's hard to explain but it's like there's local bands that play cover songs and original songs with a very specific sound. 
and some of the bands are specific to certain neighborhoods or certain parts of the city and that kind of thing and and, there's, and there were weekly these little parties and the point is somebody had always not always but just often somebody would get beat up or stabbed or shot you know what I mean it was like what, why does everybody want to go to these so badly where, mm-hmm, you, where mm-hmm. you could get shot I don't want to go to some party where I, where I might get stabbed where, where it's like more it's more than it's just it's a statistically significant chance that you're going to experience violence. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's always just bullshit. It's like, I don't, I never want to go to the club where everybody always fight to the, at the place right next to it. Like, I don't get it. You know? Anyway, I don't understand. I don't understand. I got it when I was younger. I mean, I get it when you're younger and you want to get laid. I mean, that's where the people are. But there's more places right? to get laid. That's true. But I mean, yeah. Um, Glitch. Okay, yeah, that's that's uh that's sad, you know. But listen, if you have rules with your partner, you got to follow the rules. You know, you knew the consequences. Keep your dick in your pants, man. You ain't think you're not thinking clearly. And this one came through twice too. Glitch nearly leaves twelve thousand American Airlines flights without pilots. Man, fuck American Airlines. I just dealt with this nightmare with these fucking people. By the way, uh, okay, before I get into this, my nightmare with. Uh, Best Buy. My, well, my nightmare with Amazon is over. I'm still I'm still waiting on the final, final, final. But um, they received the monitor back. They tried to charge me a fifty percent restocking fee, right? And I countered by going, um, I think that I don't think that you're going to restock a glitched uh, an item that need, that is defective. And they were like, Oh, our mistake for the mix up. We'll send the rest of your money within the business days whatever so i haven't gotten the money yet but i'm gonna best buy is supposedly sending me a uh there there there's a new it's been two weeks now the new tv is supposed to be for pickup at the store supposed to be today got delayed until saturday so we're still (sighs) we're still seeing what's going on and are you even going to be in town on saturday I'm not, <laughs> but I'm, I think I'm just going to cancel it and get my refund and just go get buy it from somewhere else, or yeah. just or just not buy it. Probably for the know. best. Um, okay, and so with American Airlines, <laughs> I was with uh, I was I was on Bert's tour, and I found out that because there's two airports in Dallas, and I found out that I had bought my flight from the wrong airport, so I switched. And then I found out that we that the that we were gonna be late, so I had to I had to buy a later flight, so I switched again. And the problem is, the only way I could switch and be on time was, uh, my, like my original flight was Delta, and the only way to switch and have a direct flight was um, to go with American. S- but the first one I bought, I bought without signing in. I just signed in as a guest. And I never got the confirmation or none of that other kind of shit. You know what I mean? So I so I fucking so I signed in and then I was like, maybe I made some kind of mistakes. So I then I bought it. I bought it again. And then so now I have two tickets on the same flight. I don't know this. And I forget what the fuck. Oh so yeah. So then I realized I needed to, I needed to buy a later flight. So I canceled that flight and bought a later ticket. Right. And then I get to the airport and I have the lady make sure that all of the shit's canceled. Right. But I still haven't got my refunds. Well, they tried to give me one refund as flight credit, and I was like, "That's not what I asked for." <laughs> it's, it's a, I'm just tired of dealing because, like, I don't, I don't know for certain that all these companies participate that, that that they purposely do all these little teeny shitty things in hopes of keeping your money or making you spend, but it sure fucking feels like it. You know, and I'm just exhausted. And I wonder if they've actually really done the calculation. It looks like I'm so exhausted just from my minor interaction with these motherfuckers that I don't want to ever do business with them again. You know what I'm saying? I just, just give me my fucking money. I bought a plane ticket from you, which was the original thing. You won't get one plane ticket out of me. And now I just want my money back for the shit that I didn't get. You know what I'm saying? What are you going to do? Not fly? Right. I'm definitely not gonna fly with them, but they're gonna give my motherfucking money. It's gonna be a problem. Well, but a big a big problem with it is that there's only a handful of 
airlines. You it's, know, it's it's we got to get back to trust busting. The best, the the most. What's trust busting? Uh, trust busting is is where you take uh, cabals of uh, like industry cabals where they have an oligopoly or a, a, a very small number of oh, entities. Oh, busting trust, and you and you bust them up. Oh, I thought I thought trust busting was like something we could do on Reddit. Okay, you mean, <laughs> you mean like uh, like literal like the government regulated government comes products. in and says like no 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 no. Now nah, you can't have you can't have you can't have ninety five percent of the flights all come from three companies. That's not gonna fucking happen. We used to do it. Yeah, it's not gonna because 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 you know how to get away. You know how the airline industry gets around that hmm. is that uh, is that the flights actually come from hundreds of companies mm-hmm. and they license out their names. So like just because you see like if you look real closely on your tickets and shit, it'll tell you like. This is really, you know, um, the actual carrier will be some airline you never fucking heard right, of. Some small airline that has you a never heard has of. a fleet of sixteen planes. Right, and then and then they and then American Airlines contracts with them. Yeah, and they get to put American Airlines on the side of their plane, but it's not them. So, so maybe they, I don't know. I'm sure they have all, all manner of little shitty ways. I mean, fucking. What was that one plane that uh, that Boeing let fly with that deadly fucking? Oh, the, where it would just drop out the sky. Yeah, where they would just <laughs> the would autopilot just... would uh would just tank the the plane. Right, and they just got away with. I think it. that was a seven eight seven, right? Was that seven eight seven? No, it wasn't a seven eighty seven. It was um. Uh, but but I mean, but the point is, and actually, none of them crashed in America. Seven thirty seven max. Seven thirty seven max. Yeah, none of them crashed here, but they were dropping out of the sky all over the world, and we just. <laughs> We just like no one went to prison. Yeah, you know, I I, I just China, have... China Eastern Airlines was the was the company, but it was a Boeing plane, and it was just 130 people just dropped out of the sky. Yeah, but that wasn't the only one. That was that was like the big one, but there were there were multiple ones. Yeah, another one happened in I want to say Egypt. I just watched that. It's a Netflix documentary about it. Yeah, downfall the uh, yeah. the case against Boeing. And it would it would make you wonder like how no one is a, it. It just it just destroyed my faith that any regulatory body in the United States has any teeth whatsoever. I um and and look and we didn't even get into <laughs> we didn't even get into this article. Hold on. <laughs> so a glitch nearly leaves twelve thousand American Airlines flights without pilots. At least twelve, at least twelve thousand flights were nearly left without pilots this month because of a computer glitch. The company revealed. This sounds like a lie. We have become aware of a technical issue with our trip trade with Open Time System. The airline. What the fuck does that mean? We understand these are important tools for our pilots and are working as quickly as possible. This this system is essentially like an app that pilots can use to trade flights with one another. That's a sim- that's an oversimplification, but that's basically oh. what it is. So they can essentially cover each other's shifts or routes, um, because there's limitations on how how long pilots can how many how many miles they can log and how long they can be awake, that kind of thing. All right, like truckers. Yeah. Mm, okay. But the uh, the there was a there was a glitch in the system. There was a glitch. Yeah, a, mm. according to I mean I'm sure they're going to do an internal investigation, figure out where that glitch came oh, from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should just rename this podcast "Internal Investigation" <laughs> because uh, yeah. All right, one more before we get the fuck out of here. This hasn't been a particularly eventful episode, huh? Um, let's do. Is this one old? This feels like one's old. U.S. prison workers produce eleven billion dollars worth of goods and services for little to no pay. Wait a minute, that sounds crazy. What? That sounds like that would be slavery, but slavery is illegal in this country, uh, right? Well, it says little. Okay, yeah, no you're pay. right. That's just wages. Despite producing nearly eleven billion dollars worth of goods and services each year. Incarcerated workers in the U.S. earn an average of just between 13 and 52 cents per hour across the country. A new American Civil Liberties Union report published Wednesday said that wages are low and that in most cases the government takes up to 80 percent of the pay for room and board, court costs, restitution and other fees, including the construction and maintenance of prisons. It's like the uh, most evil shit. I quit. It's, I quit. This might be the last episode. 
I quit. It's it's almost like it's it's like this feels like some kind of some kind of dystopian script that we're living in, like some kind of dystopian film. Incarcerated workers produce more than two billion dollars per year in goods and more than nine billion per year in services for the maintenance of the prisons. The report added, according to the report. Well, wait a minute. That seems a little disingenuous. I mean, if they're maintaining their own prison that they're in, that seems fair. Should they get paid for that? Mm. I think if you're forcing people to do work, you got to pay them a fair wage. Because the, the other thing is that they, they hide, like when they're talking about services, a lot of them are call centers. So there's a lot of prisoners uh, who are forced to do call center work. And so you, you, you know, housewives calling up to the Crisco hotline or whatever, and it's some prisoner in Arkansas or whatever who's getting paid 13 cents an hour to sit there rather than doing anything productive. That would them. explain a lot. Is yeah. T-Mobile using prisoners? Cause that's <laughs> the Probably. Way, according to the report, the way definitely Best Buy is using prisoners. Oh, I need to get to the bottom of that. My my personal concierge team is fucking prisoners. That would that, explain so much. That would make so much sense. Wow. Uh, according to the report, the wage deductions leave the workers with less than half of their gross pay, from which they are expected to cover the cost of their own hygiene products and medical care. What? <laughs> this <laughs> this sounds like it was it was made up by like an evil villain. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> Almost seventy percent of incarcerated workers who were polled said they cannot afford basic necessities with their prison wages. The report also found that prison workers in seven states, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Texas, are not paid any compensation for majority of their work. What, what do those states have in common? What do those states have in common? Um, Interesting. Interesting. They're in the Bible Belt? No? Oh, no, but Texas isn't in the Bible Belt. Former oh. slave states. Oh, wow. They are all former slave states. Well, not Texas. Oh yeah, definitely Texas. Te- definitely, definitely Texas. Juneteenth, yeah. Juneteenth. Um, so in all those states, they're not paid anything for the majority of their work. The ACLU also found that more than seventy-six percent of incarcerated workers surveyed by the Bureau of Justice Statistics said say that they are required to work or face additional punishments such as a solitary confinement, denial of opportunities to reduce their sentence, and loss of family visitation. According to the report, prisoners cannot choose what they what type of work they do and are allegedly subject to arbitrary, discriminatory, and punitive decisions by the prison administrators who select their work assignments. Wait a minute, are you telling me that people given power over other people abuse that power? That's crazy. Many incarcerated workers also do hazardous work in unsafe conditions as a result of poor <laughs> You know, I think you know, I think this make why well, I'm laughing at this instead of being appalled by it because I just got finished watching. Uh, I just got finished watching the documentary on uh, Chernobyl on, mm-hmm. on HBO, and not the not the drama because I watched right, right. I watched that too. But there's a new documentary which is pretty much the same information, really. It's just not as dramatized. I like the documentary more because the. I thought the TV show was good, but it just it takes too long to get to stuff. Oh yeah, I like just but give you, me the information. You know what? The documentary didn't go because the TV show went more into what happened. That's true. The documentary kind of starts after the explosion, and they don't they don't go yeah. into it, right? But um, but still, it's it's like you think about something like that that happened twenty, thirty years. No, that was more than that. Forty, fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. When was Chernobyl? Chernobyl, Chernobyl was ninety two. No. No, 82. Chernobyl disaster was 86. 86, and Three Mile Island was 82, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so you think about something that happened, what, 40 years ago, and... Sorry, Three Mile Island was 79. 79, okay. So still, about... You, you, you were in the yeah. ballpark. So about 40 years ago, you and you think we would, we'd have gotten better or, or at least hide it a little more of, like, just how little... We value human life, you know, or just how little. It's like back then. It's like because they 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 like to say the Soviet Union, but it but it's really like no, it's those handful of politicians and leaders. It's the same thing right here. They care more about the perception of things than actual things, you know. They let that shit get out of control because they want didn't want to look bad, and they ended up looking worse, <laughs> but. They they actually put 
thousands of people's lives directly at risk. I'm not just talking. I'm not talking about the people that had to deal with the nuclear fallout, but but I'm talking about well, well that too. But the fact that they didn't tell the town because they didn't want them to panic. The fact that they didn't tell, they didn't educate any of the firefighters is like exactly what the fuck that that they were running into. That it wasn't an actual fire that they could put out. That it was they were walking into a place that was, you know, completely radioactive, and that they might not survive. They didn't really explain to the miners that Doug had to dig that tunnel underneath the motherfucker exactly what the ramifications were going to be. And they pretty much, you know, you watched the general. So when they had to go on the on the roof. And 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 uh and, and 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 like with shovels and dump the red the, the radioactive uh, what was it uh carbon not carbonite graphite graphite they had to dump the graphite off the roof that you know the general told them that that it only taken volunteers and then everybody under the general was like you going. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like you ain't going, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like if it's okay, if it's so vital to the to the to the to the state, why the fuck you ain't joining in with us, right? It's like, this makes me so fucking mad. And, and, and you know, the argument to, to, that the people are going to make is like, well, rapists and murder. It's like they act like, because they do the same thing with like the NFL and shit, where they go, rapists and murderers, like every single person. It's like a very, very small percentage of these people are rapists mm-hmm. and murderers. Most of these people are are in prison for low-level drug offenses or some bullshit charge, drummed-up charge, from a third strike course, you know, some bullshit. Is they're not all violent offenders. In in fact, most a lot of this is a lot of this coincides with like trustee work. So like you're talking about trustees at a penitentiary, they tend to be the non-violent felons at the penitentiary, right. or at least not violent in a long time. Um, sure. But prison labor is inherently coer- back to the article. Prison, prison labor is inherently coercive and exploitative. Incarcerated workers are not protected by standard labor laws like minimum wages, overtime protection, the right to unionize, and workplace safety guarantees. According to the ACLU, I mean that's why you, you end up having all these prison riots. You ever seen Attica? Mm-hmm. It's like it's inevitable. The authors of the report have demanded that prisons around the country raise the wage of incarcerated workers to allow them to pay for expenses like child support, phone calls, home, and commissary costs while supporting their families and saving for eventual re-entry into society. Ugh. Well, God forbid it actually be about rehabilitation. <laughs> I mean, because we, we're so caught up in being punitive that we, that we forget that that's the inevitability is that you're going to release this person back out into society with no resources, no further education, no skills, you know, no savings and completely in debt. A lot of people go into debt in prison. Right. They go into debt and depending on what state you're locked up in, you you accrue debt in prison or child support or whatever. You get out, the chances of you finding a job are unbelievably difficult. I don't understand why... um, I don't understand why there isn't isn't a faster road to get your record expunged, you know, depending on what your crime was, because that makes it really difficult to get a job as well. Oh, you know why? I do know why. Um, we all know why, <laughs> don't we? Uh, yeah, the 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 it's, it's like playing a game of Clue, and the answer is always racism and greed. They, they're twin, they're twin, they're twin brother and sister, racism and greed. Um, I mean, at least at least these people are inside. I, I don't know if you've seen Louisiana State Penitentiary. The people working there—they're literally working in fields with like white. It's like black prisoners working in fields with like white overseers on horses. It's it's wild. Yeah, I don't have answers this week, folks. <laughs> I think we're fucked. <laughs> I think we're fucked. And I go back and forth. And, and keep in mind, Rob. Rob sends me these articles randomly throughout the week. It's just I have a list of articles that we have or have not gone over, right? And I just I just realized that I can uh I can grab them and drop them at the top to to archive them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, did you just archive that one? I just archived that one. Okay, yeah. So uh, so I'm and I'm going through this list. So this over you know whatever weeks months whatever these articles just pile up here and we and I just randomly pick them. And I guess from week to week, this is completely affects my mood. Because if I randomly pick five or six, 
<laughs> that are bullshit. Like there's no there's no happy there's no fluff pieces here. I try to find them too. Uh, yeah, it, I need it's hard. one where like a dog saves a saves a bird that with a with a broken like you know. I need well, some. I, I did I did like the I did like the we're not gonna go into them, but I did like the bus driver who accidentally ate the the pot gummies. That guy's oh, fun. Oh, let's do that one. Okay. Um, where's that? Uh, bus driver says he didn't know his gummy snacks included THC. Is that Bridgeport? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. Bus driver said a commercial bus driver has been charged with 38 counts <laughs> of reckless endangerment after blocking out behind the steering wheel <coughs> while snacking on gummies he says he didn't know were infused with THC. So how you get in charge with 38 counts of reckless endangerment? Jin Wan Chen appeared Tuesday in Bridgeport Superior Court um, after being arrested on his home at his home in Boston. Chen was driving 38 passengers from the Mohegan Sun Casino on March 13th when he stopped the bus on the side of Interstate 95 in Stratford. Police said they found Chen slumped unconscious in the driver's seat next to an open package of Smokey's edibles, cannabis infused fruit chews. Toxicology tests showed Chin had a high level of THC in his bloodstream. Chin told Judge Needy Moses on Tuesday that he had no idea he'd been snacking on anything but regular candy. I didn't know it was marijuana. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I mean, because ain't nobody just snacking on edibles. <laughs> you know, even somebody, even even a seasoned smoker, stoner, ain't just popping gummies like while they driving a the butt, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And according to his boss, he says he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, but he has a sweet tooth and likes candy. Maybe also, you know, this guy's named Jin Jinwan Chen. You know, there might have been a um, uh, language barrier when purchasing the uh, the candy. The candy. Or, or somebody probably. Well, he didn't say he purchased them. Probably somebody gave it to him. Or yeah, or somebody gave it to him, and he just looks at it and like. You know, sometimes the packaging's confusing on these motherfuckers. No, it isn't. I mean, if you speak English, it's pretty straightforward. That's if what I'm saying. Re- if you read English, well, it's pretty straightforward. But I can understand you, like, not really reading it, you know, not because, like, we're spoiled here in California, so, like, I, I would immediately know looking at a pack. Like, in fact, I would know to ask, are these regular candy or, <laughs> right? I mean- This is Connecticut. Right, this right. Is I know so this, this is this isn't California, but it's like that's what I'm saying. So maybe my perspective is weird about it because I'm like I would know, I would know right away that I would know from the first bite that he's this ain't regular candy, mm-hmm. right? You can smell it. You can smell it. You Sometimes it. you can just taste it. The the tactile yeah. element of it is not they don't they don't taste like Welch's or just the way the package is sealed. Yeah, you can tell. Now is the, I don't know if it's legal up there or whatever, but it, but here's the thing. Nobody got hurt. He pulled over and went to sleep. What is the big deal? They act like this motherfucker drove off a bridge. You know, uh, I think that he showed calm under pressure. Yeah, no bullshit. Because can you imagine being high and not realizing it? Like, oh, no, what what the fuck is wrong? He pulled over. I feel like all's well that ends well. You can't charge this man with reckless endangerment. Residents over the age of 21 can legally possess and consume marijuana in Connecticut, according to... Yep. Sounds like it's all on the up and up to me. Well, you know what? I'm glad we read that one. I'm glad we just we went on that one real quick because that makes me feel a little better um, about the edibles that I'm about to eat. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, if you have any, oh, don't forget, don't forget, I am the advice champ. Okay. So if you if you have any, any you know any questions comments concerns if you want advice about something please feel free to email us at bs with brian simpson at gmail.com do not dm me on instagram do not write it in a comment email at bs with brian simpson at gmail.com if you write it in the comment i'm going to ignore you if you dm me i'm not going to read it email it please it just makes it much easier for everybody to remember stuff and I know, you know, not all of my fans are um, smart. 
You know, it's like there's always one dumb motherfucker, like one out of ten people are stupid. Uh, you know, and so it's still going to be somebody that asked me a question in the comments. And I'm just telling you, I'm trying to help you because I'm not, I'm, I have to ignore you because the moment I, I answer one of the people won't start. Because then what happens is I get messages from like ten different places. You got to hold the line. Yeah, and I lose track of like where was it and did I write it down? And it's like, just email it, please, if you have a question. I'll be more than happy to answer it for you. If you uh, feel free to change up the names in the stories, if you don't, for, for privacy purposes, because I'm going to read it the way you send it. Uh, don't forget, our sponsor is what? Uh, Manscaped. Manscaped. Use code uh, BS20 for. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's the be- that, I want to say that's the best way to support the show. There you go. That's the best way to support the show. Go check out Manscaped. And, you know, you're cleaning your balls anyway, most of you. Right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think we did, so. We, we, yeah, we did a poll. Most of our fans clean their balls. So just go, at least go check it out. And you're very smart and very and, handsome. Yeah, and you're very smart and handsome, except for the ones that aren't.